Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Mother-in-Law Suite. Sorry we didn't do an episode last week. I was really busy. School's been kind of crazy and I kind of, and I went out of town. I don't, I had a big thing. It, it just, it, did, it didn't work out. But this week we got something special for you. I got a friend Justin here. Hello. Yeah, we got an in live session recording. Let's go, let's go. You know, you know how it is. Sometimes I grace you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Justin, how you been doing? Doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. It's been just dealing with uh, school classes. And... Yeah, very relatable. Understandable. Yeah, yeah. firsthand. Um, Justin is also part of the uh, Dungeon World campaign that I've been streaming on my Twitch on uh, every Monday at twitch.tv forward slash Bob the Potato. You know, shameless plug to my own. <laughs> to my own. <laughs> you guys tune in. I am Kane Celery. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty fun. I mean, we've been enjoying it. Um. I've been enjoying it. He's actually the uh, current acting DM. We're doing like a weird spinoff. It's it's pretty cool. A little backstory off of uh, one of the characters in the session. Yeah, Character being me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty cool. I mean that that you and and um, Asriel. Because yeah. I mean we're going into yeah. his background too. That's right. Which is pretty cool. I kind I think I I might want to try to DM like my character's backstory because like yeah. I kind of want to like be controlling Wid Ul, but like behind the scenes, and I kind of want Wid Ul to be altering the universe. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I think it'd be really cool. Since, the universe, or not the, the universe, current. but like the, the the world. Yeah, that like you know because like if he like kills the king of dawn store or something you know like (laughs) yeah that'd be pretty you know (laughs) that'd be something that would be cool yeah (laughs) so um i don't know it's it's pretty cool but um with school school justin uh what are you going for right now well i'm kind of a weirdo going for a uh a bachelor's of science and mathematics you know we all need crazy people. Yeah. yeah. The world spends with crazy people. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm, I'm doing that. Um, I like math a lot. That's yeah. why I'm doing it. Um, I used to be aerospace engineering, but I realized I was asking too many questions about like how the math worked and not how the, the engineering worked. Mm-hmm. So I would just like, I don't know. It, I wasn't enjoying my classes as much as I wanted to be. Yeah. So once I failed a few of them during uh, COVID and all that, I switched majors to math. Yeah. And I'm I'm liking that a lot more. I got a, I uh, did not enjoy math in high school. I was yeah. really good at math in middle school. I was like gifted. I was doing like high school level algebra in like sixth grade, and then like I got to high school and I just. Yeah. I did not care anymore. I like gave up with math. I was like, screw this stuff, man. Did... And then like I went to college and I wanted uh-huh. to do like IT and stuff. And then I had to pass algebra one or like college algebra or whatever. Yeah. Couldn't do it. I like tried <laughs> twice and I'm like, you know, man, I don't think math is for me. I think I just don't want to yeah. deal with numbers. And I, I don't know what like switched Never. in my brain, but like, yeah, I started really caring about like literature arts, liberal arts, you know, just Mm-hmm. i like the arts <laughs> i don't know why yeah i mean did you have bad teachers for math i mean chandon picked on me a lot yeah like, he liked like, everybody though he he picked, he, on, he picked on me like 
hard in my Damn. class. Like I was like very singled out. Like Never. it was like to the yeah. point to where like I went to the guidance counselor one time and he like got mad at me. He's like, you don't you don't go to the guidance counselor. You ask me. And I'm like, bro, no, yeah. no, I don't. Like I'm the, <laughs> I'm the student here. Like if I want to go see the guidance counselor, I can go see the guidance counselor. Yeah. He, he was rough. There was yeah. <laughs> there was a few times. I I think every year he made somebody cry i mean i passed i passed yeah. the class but like he, he would like point at me and be like don't be like this guy like every class like super cool do not be <laughs> like this guy i'm like geez man yeah like goodness yeah it was it, it was what it was i mean i got through it either way i think i also just didn't study like i feel like early math is like pretty really simplistic like yeah. it's, what it's they a, teach you in middle school and and in, in, in elementary school yeah exactly so so i feel like in middle school um I was like looking for more in math and I got bored with it. So I just stopped paying attention to it. So whenever yeah. I got into high school, I like missed stuff that I, I don't know. Yeah. Cause I felt like I just knew it already. And then I remember one time I like got, I like challenged the teacher <laughs> because she like, I thought she messed something up and she didn't. And I was like, oh no <laughs> like i messed up yeah i was like that was like the first time i like noticeably messed up in math i was like wait a minute hold on a minute <laughs> yeah <laughs> am i am i a human <laughs> do i mess up i think i think the thing that kept me interested with it was i kind of knew there was more uh -huh. um more to it than just like adding and dividing because like we would go through the math classes and i would just kind of realize oh i didn't know that and then after having that a few times it'd be like oh Wait, you're saying like patterns and like statistics yeah. and like well or, just, i mean like number theory and things like that kind of yeah like just just the way the numbers work i feel like that's the I, way like it, it kind of revealed itself as more complexing i mean yeah. i under like i respect math and i can still do it today um yeah. it's just i didn't want it in my everyday life that's true um, it's it, math is like the way to prove everything and i like understand that like yeah. i feel like a lot of people don't make that connection with mathematics and like yeah. i can i view its value like i know its value because yeah. it, it, like you can i mean i'm taking astronomy and that's literally only math like it, yeah. it is like it, like predicting like angles <laughs> like interception of of paths and orbits and ellipses yeah. and you know and trying to figure out like it, it's gotten to the point to where we can we can gauge how long it is until we can see a comet again based off how long we saw it in our sky yeah. <laughs> you know around it so you know i think that's crazy and it is because we know math to do it and it's like and it's not even that hard math because yeah. we we don't even have to take aerodynamics into play because there's inertia you yeah. know and it's in space so it just kind of keeps going yeah the only thing you have to think about is like the gravity of like it slowing down for, at the tight of the ellipse to go back but yeah. like even then i mean i don't know i think it's just cool it's really pretty as well like like i think one thing that really solidified like my my love for it i guess is um in shannon's class we went over the quadratic equation and i remember looking at that i was like that's some crazy just whack shit. negative like, b plus yeah. or minus square root negative b plus or minus the square root of b squared minus yeah. 4 acl over 2a yeah exactly yeah, yeah. And like, I was like, he derived it for us on the board. And I was like, I do not understand how he did that. Yeah. I just memorized it. But then a few years later, I looked back at it and I said, well, let me, let me take a look at this. And it was so easy. I was like, oh, duh, that's how you derive it. And it's yeah. just, 
I don't know. That I was... mean, I remembered that because he had the little song, but like that yeah. was my issue is I just never remembered formulas and I didn't know. My issue was like I was memorizing all these formulas, but I didn't know when to use them. I didn't know in what scenario I needed to use which yeah. one. And like at some point, like that's just me not like kind of being ignorant. Like I said, I just kind of was always good at it. it so I never had hard, to like look to, into it. Yeah. And when you just have to memorize this stuff that you don't know where it goes, it, it, there's no motivation to it. Yeah. Exactly. So it's, it's just hard so, to, you forget it. I don't know. I, I mean, the things that I enjoyed about mathematics was like using it to predict theories and things like that. And just yeah. like the, the actual like theory of it. So like I, I enjoyed like variables and like, yeah. like, like, kind of trying to solve for things or just generalized equations but but and i feel like that's just normalized yeah. mathematics but like at, at the same time like i feel like that reflects like what i really like in the literature i really like theory in general like just yeah. like like looking at the abstract the, the the bigger picture do you like literature i mean to an extent depends yeah. on what i'm reading and what it is yeah. um i find myself the more literature that i keep that i like find myself absorbing is through media intake so whether like that be like movie writing tv writing tv show video game writing anything like that Pe yeah. people can disregard that if they don't want to regard that as a literature but i mean like literature as we used to know it like people aren't just writing books anymore you know i mean yeah. people are still writing and expressing thorough emo emotions but yeah. you know i feel like people disregard it as media but just i feel like it's not in a book form yeah exactly yeah. and i mean so, sometimes some people i'm not saying all i mean yeah. like uh, film major students and everybody obviously understand that and can see that but like i feel like a lot of like maybe english majors or something kind of might have a stigma towards towards like film yeah. and stuff like that because it maybe not i mean i'm not speak that's interesting because like I, it might be it, it might be like a hollow assumption i, I but i'm just i'm maybe like theor just a theorize because i i i've kind of had people like where i'm like i don't really watch tv i don't have time for it i just read books or something you know yeah. it, it kind of feels prejudiced to me like or pretentious i'm like well you know you can't get like a tony soprano in a book you know like i'm sorry but like because you're you're combining not only the writing and the, the 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 um the intricacies of like a story uh, it, it within this pacing, tv show yeah. but you're you're combining like a man's true emotions like that he is like triggering to to accurately represent these emotions that you have fi yeah. like fictionally wrote on would a piece you, of paper would you consider like if you look at um the cinematography is that that's like an art form yes extremely so, so would that be also literature to an extent of? um there's literature about um the the art form so cinematography and st yeah. things like that especially the discussion of it um if you go into like um like like i said film school and things like that or if you go yeah. into like journalism or, or critic like um critiques of the movies or the film world so like rotten yeah. tomatoes and things like that so whenever we're watching citizen kane they have a bunch of like deep focus shots where you can see like the front and the back of of, of the shot so you can see far away you can see close up everything's in focus uh -huh. they use that a lot when there's like there's a scene where there's a kid outside playing in the window like you can see through the window you can see the people in the foreground writing a piece of paper on the table yeah it's you know? not it's not like a lot of today's media where it's like you have the, the well, focus I mean, there there is sometimes yeah, i mean yeah. it's reflective it's it, it's it's used but that's the thing is it's it, not it's depending not a it, it's a tool yeah is, is what i'm trying to say is like the reason he chose to use 
deep focus in that shot. I, like, I'm trying to play on the fact that, like, of the original question of, like, is is the cinematography literature? And, and in a way, yes, because it helps refine your point of what you're trying to convey to the viewer at the time of viewing in the in the show mm-hmm. so like it adds if, to, if, it adds if, to if, the writing i'm, I'm just saying like if, if somebody's like talking to someone uh-huh. like let's say like someone's like in a cafe and they're sitting in a booth right and the camera is positioned outside the booth looking out the window with the character in shot right let's say the the, the camera is in focus of the person sitting at the, at the table right but the focus slowly transitions to outside the window and there's somebody standing outside the window some suspenseful music plays up and you can see someone standing outside the window looking at this person right yeah. within just the cinematography if you remove the music you can still get a gauge that somebody's watching this person and yeah. that alone will make you uncomfortable henceforth steering you along almost guiding you like a story would making you feel emotions of suspense and and fear and things like that that's interesting do you think that like if a movie can be viewed silently and you get the same ideas um depending in some in some movies like i mean if you watched a marriage story and you have it mute i mean you you, you'll miss a lot of context but you can tell that like they care about each other but they're like getting upset and you don't really know why but you can tell like they're probably yeah. having a fallout, you know. Mm. Um, Obviously, if you're watching Interstellar without without audio, you're gonna probably have a hard time figuring out what's happening unless you're well versed in, like, yeah. you know, cosmic science or like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like like quantum <laughs> physics. You know, yeah. like do do black holes really alter time that much on planets that are within the event horizon? You know, like does it or not within the event horizon, but within the or affected gravity yeah, yeah. range you know like yeah i don't know if you'll really be able to get convey that over just yeah, visual obviously but, you need like the writing yeah you yeah exactly but, speech, but but there there's definitely ways i mean with the silent film they 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 still had text on screen they had the intermission cards that they would yeah. pop up and then that would like kind of give you an idea of you like hey joe you can't smoke in here you know like you gotta go outside <laughs> and then like he says i'll tell you what i'm gonna smoke right here if you don't like it you gotta kick me out yourself yeah <laughs> and then it's like it's like the piano and then the uh-huh. dude like winds up the punch and you know like it's it's i mean rudimentary filmmaking like early yeah. early early whatever but i mean like it's it's still fun state of the art <laughs> yeah but um so what you said like are you still looking into going into maybe like the calculations of more so aerospace well like no i think i'm probably leaving kind of the engineering sphere and going more into the software development okay um see that's what i wanted to do but that's why i immediately got out because there was so much math yeah i I thought software development looked really cool but it is but it's just I, i that's a lot of like really gauged critical thinking and like making sure you don't mess stuff up and that like gives me anxiety is like being on that threshold of being like it's i i I don't know i found myself being more comfortable trying to clarify and get a point across by speaking than it was like with me trying to like find an error in something that i wrote down yeah 
there's nothing worse than trying to solve a problem and then like getting to the end of the problem after you spent 30 minutes and it being wrong and you're being like yeah how how is it wrong what did i, I do wrong <laughs> so so i just don't like the, the the critical analysis of why you're wrong i think that's yeah horrible it's, <laughs> it's it's all kind of up to like good practices like if if you do if you code in a way that's just hard to read it's gonna be a pain in the ass to find your bugs oh for sure but you break it down into digestible chunks and the more experienced you are the bigger those chunks can be um so like oh i know coding is more like a like a language than it is like after you get there um but it's the learning the math to get there first i mean i think because i i've like looked at coding like for the most part i have i i have like like you said there's like yeah there's chunks so so i mean like it's it's well it's an important thing is you can you can write any program with an if an else and a for loop yeah you can write any program that's what i'm saying that. yeah but can you write an efficient program with with like you yes you can but like my point is you have to know the the intricacies of how the computer works the math that's where all the critical thinking comes when you try and make it efficient yeah if it's you, you can make it work like let's say you want to sort sort an array of something right you could just randomly sort it check if it's sorted and then boom yeah at at some point you'll have a sorted array but that is so inefficient yeah exactly and to know the ways that you can do it efficiently are not not immediately intuitive yeah um and that's where that's where you really need to focus on the the critical thinking part like okay how can i make this more efficient and like oh you can use um binary searching or or merge sort or whatever like that yeah that are more complex and just um not as easy as just random i think that's what the issue was whenever i first got into it was i just had no idea where or what to do with it and i didn't know like i get i like panic when i don't know something because i don't know what i don't know so i don't know how to figure it out does yeah. that make sense so like yeah so like I, I i don't know what i'm missing so i'm not sure how to find that piece of information that's that's one of the biggest like like difficulty curves to get over once you once you know enough about whatever you're doing to ask questions you're fine yeah but getting to that point is is difficult especially if you have no like nothing to guide you yeah you're just going into it alone like i i'm trying to learn python right now um finally and i have this book that i've been i've been i've been like following through and it has challenges and sections and it's entertaining and Mm -hmm. i'm i'm learning a lot from it i'm able to like write programs simple programs in python and it's i don't know it's very useful but if i had to learn it from scratch and just reading documentation yeah. it would it would definitely be a, a lot more of a pain in the ass but yeah i can understand that yeah it's what was what was the original question <laughs> i don't think there was one oh, yeah. i think we just kind of ended up on this yeah um i mean the, the, criti- the original, critical thinking well of... no i mean the original question was me asking you if you're going into aerospace oh yeah the, no if that was your idea when you said software nope. engineer i'm i'm a math major on the computational or software design or whatever yeah. you want to call it yeah I'm, I'm not quite like a computer science degree mm-hmm. 
um, I'm more math, but I do have to take classes that that are geared more for CS, mm -hmm. um, like I don't know, like operating systems and computer science classes, and like yeah. I have, I have to take those. Uh, a normal math major wouldn't. But that's that's kind of kind of my goal, just so I can also be around the math that I like so much and not lose. The I don't really like. I have a goal, but I don't, like, know really what it is. So, like, before yeah. I started school, I worked for two years, and I really didn't know how to view that, like, two-year hiatus of, like, me working. Yeah. And the other day, I kind of, like, found some words to, like, put to it that, like, kind of summarizes it. All I did for two years before, like, when I stopped going to college before I'm going back now, I just proved to myself that I can make myself a living doing a normal work life. Like, just doing the normal, like um or like field of work like just just middle class lower class whatever i could i could easily go into go into a production job and make 40 grand a year and yeah. live comfortably but did i am it, not satisfied you, with that did it give you that that um i mean i just proved it gave myself. You a fallback yeah yeah it, it's, it's just if this goes wrong am i gonna be homeless exactly like, yeah, yeah no so 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 my thing is is like I know I can do that, so I'm, like, not really worried about it. Like, I have goals. I don't want to live in Florida all my life. I really yeah. want to get out of the state. <laughs> so, so, like, you know, I want to see the world. There's, like, a bunch of there's a bunch of things out there that I want to do. And for me to, like, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. But, like. It's nice to have like a yeah. It, it's just I have a fail. I have a fail safe. All mm -hmm. I did for two years was just prove what? myself that I can do something. Yeah, that I what? can. I can have a job. I can be a functioning member of society, even if it's like just yeah. the average functioning member. You said you're not satisfied with that, though. What, no, what, I'm not. What do you want to do? Um, I want to feel like I'm giving something. I feel like I have value to offer. Yeah. Um, at least perspective-wise on things. I feel like I view the world differently than others, and I feel like my opinion has some sort of value to it. And I don't know if that's just me having an ego. I don't think I do. No. I feel I view myself as pretty humble, but I yeah. find myself people. I for a long time, like I really was hesitant with like advice. I like gave people advice, and I don't yeah. know why. And I felt like people didn't like it, and I was always scared I gave the wrong advice. And I always did it, and I didn't know why, and I kind of always felt bad about it. But then after a while, people were like, Tim, you're, like, wise. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, people, like, there's a guy, my sister's friend calls me Tim the Wise, and I just talked to him once. My grandmother yeah. talks to me. I remember I was having a conversation with her, like, a while back, and it was, like, a really important, heavy conversation. And she was like, when did you, like... Get so wise and i'm like <laughs> i don't really know yeah and i yeah, i don't i don't want to like gas myself up because i have a really hard time kind of doing that but yeah. at the same time i feel like it's really important to it as well yeah but i feel I, like, like i like like i said i just yeah. like i feel like my ego is kind of coming back and i'm like like i said i feel like i do have something important to say and something important to provide so like ultimately i want to provide something for for people yeah. like i want to i want to whether it be a service whether it be a podcast like this i want to produce something i want i want to make something for people that they can take something from you yeah. know it doesn't have to be a material form preferably not a material form that's why i'm looking for journalism whether it be information on a subject whether it be maybe like just having something a source to like something that's come not listen to and chill down yeah. you know chill out to 
maybe if it's music performing art something that you know might mean something important to someone i love music music is extremely important to me yeah. if i can if i can inspire that into somebody else then then, then that and i've made enough for me you know yeah. ultimately like my my goal in life is to like have a family you know have a kid have a wife but to do that i have to have a career that i enjoy that will make me a good enough person to do that if i'm working like a garbage production job and i'm coming home every night and i'm like having a beer and i'm complaining and i'm like ah you know i don't want to go to work tomorrow you know my back hurts my feet hurts you know like like you know like i I feel like it just wouldn't be fun to be around me at that point you know so i want to be in a position in a working position where work doesn't feel like work and it just feels like I'm doing what I feel like I need to be doing, if that makes sense. And then I can come home, feel happy, feel accomplished, and then yeah, be with I'm, my people. I'm excited for the point where I'm I'm in that like that that place. I think once I graduate college and like I hopefully get a job in like some tech yeah. like place, that that will be good. Well, but... life isn't a race, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, and yeah. that's uh, people told me that, you know, and like you'll you'll hit that area. I mean, for sure. I mean, I feel like you're 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 starting to hit it, like, because with you going into like all these math areas and like you said, like having the questions, asking questions, things like that. I mean, it's it, it comes with that. Like the moment you kind of see your value and you can see yeah, like I'm I, doing things. I, I'm starting to get to the point where I I feel like I'm I I've, I've my work is paying off somewhat. I guess. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, everyone goes through Algebra 2, so you're not special if you're going through Algebra 2, but not many people go through, like, like the stuff that I'm going through, partial differential equations and, like, yeah. higher linear algebra. It's just that, I don't know, it feels like I, I'm learning something unique and I yeah, can niche. apply that. Neat, yeah, something, something... It's a nuanced thing. I mean, yeah, it's very... Something not everybody has that I... I mean, the I thing is, is, like... In the future people don't use the word like esoteric a lot but yeah. it just it's like very like you're everybody's a bit esoteric like everybody's a bit weird they're they're all unique i mean like here like a perspective i've had recently is like mm-hmm. if i'm as complex as i am other people are as complex as i am oh yeah that's, you know and i feel like a lot of people yeah. don't think about that that's that's a super important realization because i'll um like, i think there's a term for it. it's like i don't know honestly i think it's like main character syndrome where like you i mean everybody you, has every, it for yeah, everybody part. has it but they they tend not to see that everybody is also a main character in the same world right? yeah like when someone's driving slow in the car ahead of you it's they they have a whole a whole life and everybody else is um the same way well i mean it's it's just the subject of like philosophy in general like so uh, (laughs) that that this is like i love this stuff so hold on um like how it's it's really hard to tell somebody that like everybody is trapped inside their body just like you are they're they're, they have their own views they have their own thoughts they've they've lived their own lives with their own thoughts rushing through their head every waking moment of their life you know but the thing is is it's crazy because all you have to think about are your experiences that you've had in your life for every experience you've had everybody older than you have has had double everybody younger than you has had half 
But that yeah. doesn't mean that they haven't had any. They have had some. So, yeah. like, the thing is, is, like, with these these situations and these things that have happened to people, um, especially nowadays, like, the effects that it has on the mental psyche and everything like that, it, it's really hard to, like, strip or to, to, to make people have this realization that, like, if all you've been doing all your life is asking, like, why am I me? Or like, why, why is my existence only in this guy? Like, why am I Timothy Johnson? Or why am I, you know, yeah. Justin? Why am I, you know, Leroy or, or Brady or Muck or anybody, you know, like it's, it's a weird thing. And it's a hard realization whenever you realize everybody else is thinking the exact same thing and everybody is having the exact same feelings. <laughs> like the, the moment you realize human emotions are the exact same in everybody but they're triggered differently and triggered by different things to different yeah. people you start realizing humans aren't so different sure they might get mad about like getting milk in your coffee or something you know yeah, and they yeah. might throw the cup at the starbucks worker <laughs> you know but they're still just as mad as you were whenever the dude cut you off in traffic you know yeah. like it's still the same level of anger yeah. you've experienced anger like they have yeah so i feel like it's a bit harder to disregard that whenever you kind of put it in perspective like that like it's it's only justifiable when you do it but not when other people do it you know kind of thing mm -hmm. i don't I, i'm not like trying to turn this into that everybody, but like everybody has i feel like I, I i steered off this the subject but like i'm kind of trying to touch on it like yeah there somewhere along the line like where 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 we're starting to like what the fuck am I trying to say? I don't know. We we got onto the subject because you you, you said everybody like the main character syndrome. So yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. Everybody everybody has their their own experiences, and it's hard to believe that because everybody has so many experiences. It's yeah. hard to believe that everybody else like that's so much. Like, well, I mean, yeah. And even when you do kind of come to that realization, you still kind of feel like yeah. Well, I am, like, I don't know. I feel like ever since I did come to the realization that everybody it is like that, everybody does experience the main character oh. syndrome. Like, why am I me? I must be me for a reason. I must have something for to yeah. be me. I still think it's true. Like, I think there is a reason I am. I think there is a reason something. I don't, like, don't know really what it is, if it's divine force, if it's yeah. just the, the, the human feeling to exist and crave to want something you know the crave yeah. to want meaning because we crave narrative we crave story we crave drama we crave anything that can play on our emotions that can that we can fantasize anything interesting at all we 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 eat up you know so yeah. the, <laughs> the 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 fact that i don't know the fact that it happens we just get we get absorbed into it yeah I like philosophy. Philosophy it's, is an interesting subject. I mean, it's. I mean, it's not wrong. Nothing can be wrong because it's only theory. And yeah. I think that's what I think that's what's valuable is because everybody has something valuable to add. You said you do love. There's nothing inherently well. wrong, huh? You said you do love theorizing as well. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah. I I took a I took a philosophy class um, last summer, and uh, I thought I would hate it because mm -hmm. I was like, I'm I'm a STEM person. <laughs> philosophy just stupid 
but it was like one of my favorite classes I've taken. <laughs> well, it makes you. I feel like philosophy makes you ask what ask questions more so than anything else. Yeah. Like in, I feel like in math you start asking questions because you have to. Like it forces you to. I didn't want to when I started. That's why I didn't. Is like whenever I started struggling yeah. in math, I started asking questions. The moment I started asking questions, I'm like, I don't want to answer this. I don't care. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like I never cared before. I didn't have to ask questions before. Why do I need to answer them now? Like I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to ask myself why this questions happens. Are- you know so did, yeah did you exactly. ever in 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 um like school did you ever not ask questions because you were worried about what other people would think i mean yeah for a, for a bit after a while i kind of gave up with it i was yeah. really like my senior year in high school was like a big moment for me like i don't know why but like i feel like a lot of you who i am kind of got established my senior year in high school um I, like, didn't really want to go to high school anymore. Like, I was, like, really fed up with just doing it. I was over yeah. over with it. I felt like I didn't really belong in it. Like, to, to put in perspective, in my government class, like, I don't think I showed up half the time. Like, I think I was only there, like, half the days I was actually supposed to be because I was dual enrolled. So, like, that was my first class back onto the main campus after my dual enrollment class. So, I would just not show up. <laughs> I would go yeah. home and take a nap and show up later. <laughs> right? But yeah. in, in hindsight of that government class, right, even though I w- just wasn't there, I got, like, best senator of that class and I got, like, in the mocks in it. Well, that's cool. Like, like... Yeah. It, you know, I think I probably had one of the highest grades in the class, you know, like, yeah. even though I just wasn't there, you know, I, it, I'm i not like gassing myself up. But like, my, my thing is, is like, I kind of just had a gauge of like, where and what and I, effort, I just kind of much effort you needed to put in. Well, yeah, I mean, something just clicked in me. And I, yeah. I just kind of understood, like, where I needed to be how I needed to retain information. Like, I don't know what I was, where I'm trying to go with this. Basically, like, I just did things and it worked. So whenever I had to do things and it didn't work, I didn't know what to do, you know? Yeah. So, like, I just didn't, it it was really hard for me for a long time to, like, figure shit out. Yeah. I think, um... But I, I remember, like, in high school, I remember that mock senate. We went in, I'm a changed man i'm saying this i'm saying this on the podcast i'm gonna like out myself but like i I don't i don't really view this the same way but um i was uh we were like we had an assignment going into the mock senate Uh we had to come up with a bill to pass and um we had to we we all went into like these rooms with like specific people these groups and they were like randomly picked or whatever 20 people or so maybe we have to go sit down and discuss a bill to pass one of the bills discussed in the room where I was assigned to sit and listen to talk to the other senators or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, I sat down and um, they were like 80% of the classroom were female. Like they were, they were girls and they were trying to pass tampons being free. Yeah. I was against it. Still low key am. Don't <laughs> think they should be free. Their argument was condoms are free. No, they aren't free. The school bought them, distributes them. That was their argument. Condoms are free from schools. Should con- should t- tampons be free from schools? I agree. So I think a school, I think an institution should be able to provide that feminine hygiene products for their students, for the student body. But I feel like they already do anyways. Yeah. I think they do. I'm 90, I'm like 97% sure. At UCF they do. Um, yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm assuming they do, but it was like high school kids just thinking they 
whatever. But anyways, they, they were they were saying something and they're saying that they need to be completely free, right? I was like, number one, like if you're just saying you want to go to Target, pick up like two boxes of tampons and just walk out of the store and be fine with it. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's not how like that's our like, economy works. Yeah, there there's a manufacturing free, cost. People are going to hoard it. Tax free, that's fine. Yeah. I understand tax free. You can buy that and tax free. All you're covering is manufacturing costs and yeah. you're like paying the profit for the company that's making it. Which you should, because it is not, you know, there's no tree outside where you go and, like, grab a tampon yeah. off of it, you know? Someone has to make it. There's manufacturing cost involved with it. If the economy, like, worked a bit differently and we lived in more of a socialist state, maybe they could be free, you know? You never know. But based off what's going on right now in the world, they can't be free. They couldn't be free. So I was, like, trying to express that. Everybody was flaming. They were, they were getting so mad at me, right? They were getting so mad at me. And, like... My friend Grace, she was sitting next to me, I think, or my just one of my friends was sitting next to me, and um, I think she was like kind of on my side. She was like, "This is like you can't really do it for free. Like it, yeah. like it just it won't work out." And I was like, they were like yelling at me, they were getting <laughs> mad at me, and and I just wouldn't back down. And I got to the point where I'm like, you know what? If 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 you're so worried about them being free, just go shove a rag up there and sit in the bathtub. I do not care. <laughs> I like said this in front of like eighty for eighty percent female classroom, like eighteen girls, like seven, fifteen yeah, girls at awesome. least, and all of them were like, "What?" <laughs> they were they were all like that. My friend Grace, she started cracking up. I'm like, I don't know what you want me to say. It can't be free. I'm like, yeah. like if you want it to be free, you have to act like it's going to be free. Like there's there's free options out there if you want. <laughs> like yeah, like, yeah. but like, <laughs> you know, if you want the luxury of being able to dispose of this stuff, you're going to have to pay for it. Yeah. And I, I don't. <laughs> low-key still kind of agree by it but like i don't like it makes sense i mean i don't in 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 a, in a perfect world yes I, I i would hope they could be you know but yeah. ultimately like it's a disposable thing that we have to like manufacture yeah. and we have to manufacture a lot of and it's you know i mean i don't know <laughs> no it's it's the same way they were like trying to argue like that it's the the only argument that I understood and that that I could get behind was it was that it was a uh, a female only thing. So it was only because they were female that they had to buy it, and that men didn't have to purchase the product. Which I understand, which I agree, it should have been tax free since it's something else. If there's STD prevention, there can be tax free for feminine hygiene. Yeah, I agree with that. But there, but but they ta- my issue is like their 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 issue was like it was a bodily function. That was like one of their biggest arguments. I'm like you have to pay for toilet paper. Like I have to wipe my ass, you know, like that's yeah. still a, like a, a pr- like a product yeah. as well. They make that, you know, it, but maybe there's a tax like, on toilet paper. Like which is subsidize fine. It. Maybe I would, I would say, I mean, I feel like, I feel like if cheaper. maybe if you're in like a, a, a certain bracket, there's like, maybe you could get some sort of like government, um, shipment, <laughs> shipment of tampons. tampons. Yeah. Something. I don't know. Um, that, I mean, I feel like that'd be pretty useful. Maybe yeah. who knows? You'd have to just work out the the logistics of it. Yeah, like it's not just like up oh, they're free now. I mean, I'm pretty sure like even homeless shelters have them, but I mean, I don't feel like a college student that's suffering and eating ramen wants to go to a homeless shelter to grab tampons. So, uh-huh. so but I mean, like I said, not, like if you're a college student, like I feel like this is also like just a high school debate. Like this is nor- like literally yeah. just a high school debate because I feel like if you ask a normal person this today, like yeah, they they'd be like tax-free sure probably not completely free 
you could probably lower the price too. Like, and yeah. that's a respectable answer. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I absolutely agree. Like, about I, I, do I think a box should cost fifteen bucks? No, probably like maybe eight dollars, seven fifty less than. Yeah. But it shouldn't be taxed, and it should be available. But and if you can't, if you can't pay for it, I feel like there should be a way to get it. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I, uh, I hated my government class. I, was, I loved it. I, really? I genuinely loved it. I have a video on my YouTube channel. Uh, we had to do this, like, whatever, um, of this, um, like, campaign or ad or whatever. Like, it didn't have to be a video. I like doing videos in high school. So, like, yeah. anytime I had to do, like, a project or, like, a performance or we had to write down a project or, like, a pa- presentation or PowerPoint or something, yeah. I would always be like, can I do it a video instead? And, like, I always thought it was so do much remember, fun. Do you remember Jeffrey on? No, I mean I know him, but yeah, I never had him. He for for various world like European history classes, he would make us do like a video multimedia thing, and we would always do a video. video. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll show you them after the after the podcast. But it's they're they're fun. They were fun to work on. I really enjoyed like messing around with After Effects and and just trying to make it look nice i have one for my french class that my buddy josh star josh jish uh starboy the guy i'm sorry for the audience that he's been on the podcast (laughs) a few times um he actually produced all the music that we used in the video for the class it was really cool like we we we, like really made it i think we got like an 85 on the on the video because yeah we well we low-key like messed up a bit of it (laughs) it was like it was low-key stupid but it was funny if i put in more effort i mean it was it was extremely like 2016 2017 humor like it was like bass boosts like (laughs) robot voices like it was bad (laughs) but i mean it was funny it was entertaining i mean i remember my teacher watching it and she like was cracking up but she asked she's like asked viable questions afterwards of like where's this information that you needed and i'm like uh, uh, uh you know it's kind of there <laughs> and she's like okay that's an okay argument i'll give you half credit i'm <laughs> like okay you know kind of thing yeah. yeah so probably got something some mileage out of yeah. it yeah but i mean i don't know me and josh actually stayed up i don't know how many times like working on projects like till like 3 a.m i remember one time we stayed up till i think it was that project to be honest we stayed up till like 3 30 and we had to be at school at, i mean we had to wake up at like 6 to get to school yeah. we we like accidentally slept in and like we didn't leave here till 10 and his mom like woke us up calling him was like where are you like i got a call and you <laughs> aren't in school what is happening yeah and we're like oh <laughs> josh is like bro <laughs> like i don't know yeah. it was crazy that reminds me um i remember a, a time when i was in in elementary school right I, I used to take the bus to school and i uh i woke up late and i missed i missed the bus and my parents weren't home so i was like well oh well um it was it, i i missed the fcat that day <laughs> Cause I slept in and, uh, I was like, my parents are going to be pissed. And so I like cleaned the windows and like yeah. did like a whole bunch of house stuff. And they, they came home and they're like, why aren't you at school? And I was like, oh, I'm, I slept in, but, um, here's the clean windows. And oh yeah, yeah I also missed the F cat. And my, my parents were like, you missed what? Yeah. Like, oh, good times. I had to, I had to do a makeup, makeup test and like, bro, I never, awful. 
I remember I got sick in elementary school. Um, I had a bunch of things happen to me when I was a kid. Like, yeah. I got really sick a lot when I was a kid. Um, but in third grade, I was I had mono. Uh-huh. Like, and as a kid, having mono, you have no idea what's happening. I, like, even, like, as an adult, when you get mono, you really don't know what's going on. You just feel, like, mad depressed. Yeah. So, like, as a three-year-old, feeling the weight of the world crushing your shoulders, <laughs> I was like, what is happening to yeah. me? I just felt like I wanted to sleep all day, and I didn't take naps as a kid, and I didn't want to eat, and I was a fat kid. And so my parents, yeah. everybody knew that there was something up. I just, it was, it took forever. Um, but, like... Nobody believed me at my school. I had to go to, like, therapists and things like this at the school. They were, like, trying to, like, sum it up. Like, I had an objective. Like, I wanted to go home and get homeschooled. So, like, that's why I was acting out. So, like, they thought I was, like, it was, like, a scheme or something. And, like, I don't know. It was, like, for me to, like, tell people, like, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, trying to communicate this to people and them just like not understanding it that must be traumatic it was it was i think that's why i like am so obsessed with literature art and making sure like i can convey my correct meaning to people so they can take me seriously (laughs) (laughs) like i know what i'm saying i'm not some like kid anymore i take for for granted the the fact that people actually listen to me now yeah like that's what i'm saying like i think communication is huge (laughs) especially today's day i mean like today's like lingo right if you look at it um the way this is an interesting take and i hopefully i can pinpoint this correctly Uh but i feel like our generation has like conformed an understanding and comfortable like way of communication so like you know how I'm feeling for yeah, real. Like yeah, you, you know, yeah, you know yeah. exactly what I'm saying for real. Like, yeah, you're, you're picking up what I'm putting yeah, down. Like we, 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 come up with these terms, these ideologies, these things. Like why are you flacking me right now? You know, like you say that I get a laugh at you, right? Yeah. But why are you bullshitting me? Like why are you, why are you like throwing shade at me right now? Like, yeah. Depending on what words you have, it has different meanings based off the context we used. Yeah. Like in based off the context our generation has implemented on society so like we've come up with it's different more, things it's like more informal. well the, the, i mean like if, if somebody's saying something like oh you know like i saw your girl last night and be like bro you're capping right but like if you said bro you're lying like it comes off like this huge difference like if i said that to somebody and somebody said bro you're lying like it i feel like there's there's more of an intensity saying yeah. it that way and i feel like our generation knows that subconsciously subconsciously felt it filled it with yeah. a different word because we understand the value of the communication because you can't goof around with with boomers like you can with our with the other people of our generation you know like if you come up and start clowning on someone that's younger than us or not that's younger than us or even that's younger than us or our age they'll probably laugh and be like start clowning on you too you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but you, i feel like if you do that if you do that with someone older it's it's immediately about respect and and that's fine but they also don't understand the lingo they don't understand the connotations of it and there's different things about it so i think yeah. i think our, our generation is finally understanding that communication is extremely important and we're trying to kind of reinvent the idea that like the understanding yeah. of communication and kind of find a, a social I norm think it's, it's a it's the thing of like because like I, I know it's very similar i know um pilots they have this issue where like these policies and in ways you you treat your superiors mm-hmm. is so important that it gets in the way of the job yeah because like if the, if the pilot that the captain 
does something wrong, a lot of the lower officers won't say anything. Yeah. If, even if they have a suspicion, they'll be like, oh, I, I can't speak out. It's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And then something goes wrong. And they're like, well, I knew it was going to go wrong, but yeah. I have my tongue. And I feel like that's kind of like an older well, generation they, 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 they view it as a disres- sign of disrespect, but it, yeah. it's not. It, ultimately, like if somebody's doing something wrong yeah. and you're part of something, I feel like it would be more disrespectful to not say anything. If I've messed something up... You're gonna let me keep doing what I'm doing without yeah. any, without any flaw. I, I feel, feel like, like if you messed up, you should pay the price. Mm-hmm. So if I mess up, I should pay the price. It's the same kind of thing. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it's there was like the sign of the the idea. I feel like the idea or definition of respect might have changed a little bit over the yeah, years. And and I mean, it, it maybe not necessarily des- the design, but the way you earn it. Yeah, the possibility. I think the way you or, also like show it too. Like, yeah, I feel like. Before, you respected someone because they were above you, and now you respect someone because they're equal, in a way. Well, the thing is, is like, someone said the other day, I've been watching the show Community, right? Uh And somebody said, like, in, 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 in one of the scenes, it says, I found your value to me. Uh And I found that extremely interesting. Like, I found that, like extremely interesting yeah because that that just shows like people have your value but if they don't have your value to you there's no reason for you to necessarily put them into your life Uh you can if you get along with them but ultimately it's the people that have value to you that matter whether that value be making you feel love making you feel happy making you laugh making you joke around helping you with statistics helping you with taxes helping you with things it could be a physical it could be a mental but either way if there's some sort of value and you can deduce that there's a positive income and it outweighs the negative incomes of knowing this person then it's a justifiable reason to be in friends with them do you think like that all the time do you think about like like um um i i like to use the word utility um, I justify my I, I, I keep I kind of judge people at like a for like I, I I do not feel guilty when I say I judge people. I feel like everybody should judge people. I feel like yeah. it's it's an extremely important thing. If, if we didn't trust it, people it, innately. Yeah, exactly. You should always you should always yeah. trust yourself first and trust your judgment. And just because you're judging someone doesn't mean that you have to act on your judgments either. If you yeah. judge something, you say, Oh, that doesn't align with what I think about just accept that that's the fact and move on now if you approach a situation you know how to approach it they don't agree with me so maybe they they might want to know my point yeah. of view but if until they trying, incite you're trying they... to insert your judgment as truth into a situation exactly then that's where the that's where the, the conflicts come from. exactly so so the, the the way i do it is like um if i'm talking to someone or if especially if we're steering towards a subject that means a lot to me or something like that and 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 we're 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 talking about a a judgment and i'm I'm listening to their values or their things about it if if i see that they don't necessarily agree with me i will listen to their thing i you know but i will kind of like only let them get a certain point if that makes any sense i will only let them know a certain amount of what i think because i feel like even though I have the control of not letting their like their ideals get to me or whatever, like mm-hmm. I, I I will not overshare to make them. I w- I don't want to make them feel alienated from my ideals because yeah. I feel like I have a better time accepting that like accepting that judgment, accepting like understanding that like they might not think critic more critically of me. They might have more of a passionate opinion about the subject than I do. So if I express mine, they disagree with it. 
this conversation could end very differently than what it is. Does that make sense? Yeah, so like, yeah. I, I, I kind of keep people, I don't want to say on a leash, but like I, I keep them at an arm's distance and like whether I let them in further or push them further back is dependent on how the conversation's going. Yeah, that makes sense. So like if that's a good analogy for it or not, but yeah, I feel that way. I'm, I'm that way with like a few different topics. Like some of those more like, not at the dinner table topic. I mean, it's, an, it's not necessarily specifically topic-oriented, but it's, like, kind of, like, the generalized vibes. So, like, the, I don't necessarily look at people's views on specific topics. I look at the reason why they have those views, if that yeah, makes I'm, any sense. So, 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 so like, if, if somebody has, like, extremely progressive views, but they've come from, like, an extremely low-income family and things like that, I will respect those because of the, the challenges and hardships that they face exactly yeah. like i know the reason why they have these views and it because they have these views because of their 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 life that they've whatever like that that is valuable to me and it's justified to have those views when i find i i look for hypocrisies if i look into you and i find that like your moral alignment isn't true to yourself and you aren't really sure what you're doing then i kind of keep you yeah. Uh, like at a at a, at an arm's length cuz i don't i don't want to let people like that in because if 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 they aren't sure about their relationship with themselves how are am i going to be sure with like their relationship yeah. with me you know yeah, yeah. so if they aren't comfortable knowing and being comfortable like if they aren't comfortable um holding their ideals and knowing that they aren't agreed with coherently and yeah. and and widely and just undeniably accepted and uh -huh. they know that it's not undeniably accepted and there's other opinions and other feelings and other ideals and they're respectful about that bro perfectly yeah. fine there's there's people on campus that i've been thinking about just i don't know just i, I was walking by and these people had signs and you know people like you're going to hell and all that yeah and he was just preaching. He was like, you can be cured of your lesbianism. You can yeah. be cured of your transgenderism. And I was like, how do you wake up at nine in the morning and like go to a, like one of the, one of the gayest campuses, like, like the gay yeah. population at UCF is a lot larger than like a lot of other places. Yeah. And how do you, how do you wake up in the morning and go preach there about that like what what inspires them and i don't know it's it's very just interesting that they're i don't know their their views they, they want to share their views so publicly and openly and why, exactly why would they want to like um because they feel like they have a higher meaning they feel like they yeah. they have um they feel like their point of view is more valuable than the opposing and since yeah. they have this this promise of religion in general so i i don't really talk about religion or politics too much on the podcast and i'm trying to talk about it more yeah. um it's a bit scary because i don't like judgment yeah. but i judge people so i gotta I, face I'm it either way i'm very open with my um, with my views yeah a lot of people don't like my views <laughs> yeah but the way i view religion um I'm not necessarily going into my beliefs and I don't really want to. Yeah. Um, but in my aspect of you of religion itself, um, I feel like it is an important thing for people and it has been for years. I feel like it's importance is slowly evading, mm -hmm. um, humanity. So it's kind of like, 
I don't want to say it's dying off, it's but I feel like the, the, the need is kind yeah. of going away. Um, we have other things that we can focus on that kind of gives us, gives, gives us the drive that religion once gave us. When religion kind of first kind of came forth, you know, what was the world? It was very, very isolated. We were very, very specific in people. You know, it was very family oriented. It was mm -hmm. very kind of marry, settle down, have a family, create kids. You know, yeah. that was like the human objective for 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 ages now there's objectives like there's 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 these goals you know like mm -hmm. sure back then it was like get food on the table sell the sheep you know sell the cotton do this you know make sure the farm's good make sure the crops are yeah. coming you know what time of season is it they had things to do and things to focus on but there's more things to focus on these days and i feel like the gap of religion was to give these people these drives these things a justification for what they're doing a reason why a reason to live but i feel like there are reasons to live nowadays more so you know yeah. um people have a hard time facing um unknown realities the unknown reality if we die do we just see black do we go to heaven do we become this consciousness do we become the energy that our body just simply is and we become a tree you know like yeah. how, what does it feel like what do we what does it look like yeah. um people crave this and instead of asking the questions and feeling anxious about not knowing the subject people don't like not knowing things people like knowing we want fact that's why yeah. science exists is we're trying to find fact we're trying to prove why we're here you yeah. know um but if it, it's it's just easy to write it off i feel like religion uh, it's it's easy to write it off and be like this is why we're doing it this is what it is and i'm not saying just because it's easy it's wrong i'm not saying it's wrong at all i think yeah. it's a perfectly viable explanation P belief is a powerful tool yeah. i'm almost jealous of some people that that, that, that that have devotion to religions because they have a belief they have a passion for their life that i might not have that you know yeah. That, that I might do have, you know, I don't, I don't know because I'm not these other people, mm. but, um, in, in summary, religion is a tool to, to, to keep us moving, to keep doing the human life, to keep to things keep, moving, to give a reason. No it was, it was to give morals. Uh, initially, I think it's to establish morals and understandings. It was, it was, a law form a generalized understanding each religion if you look at it to me at least the root of each religion kind of relies the same like do good things whatever the good things may be depending on where the religion was established yeah do good things you will be kind of rewarded whether it be eternal life whether it be blessings whether it, it, it not necessarily sometimes you don't have to do good things to be rewarded like buddhism just live your life in the moment and you will be rewarded via that via yeah. the 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 promise of nirvana whether you believe in nirvana or whether you understand what nirvana might be to you because i feel like there is a nirvana to people just like there is a heaven to different people yeah. like it, it, everybody's definition and ideals of these different nuanced topics of religion itself is different and there's no there's no understanding of it that is exactly the same between two people everybody's envisionment of heaven is different everybody's envisionment of god is different everybody's even if you're following the same religion <laughs> yeah. like, it, it's different and that's that's the way i view it and i i i don't i don't know how to do, i don't really know where to go from there but i feel like that's about <laughs> that's about the extent to it yeah um Mind if I blow my nose? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, no, you're good, bro. <laughs> but 
you know, it, it's it's just one of those things. I'm I'm I have very uh I have very similar views. I I think it's important. Uh-huh. I think it's very important. Mm-hmm. Um I think politics is slowly replacing it though. I think um It's more important. because the thing is well the thing is is I think people are kind of realizing I don't we're more connected to it. Back in yeah. back in like medieval dark ages whatever you lived in your little surf village whatever that was that was all all you had you didn't really have a connection to the greater politics of, of every of, of the nation you lived in like you, well, yeah. you lived in it but it wasn't something that directly affected you well i feel like christian or not not christian sorry <laughs> religion in general um um i feel like it was made to evolve like i mean people evolve and if you believe in a religion that disputes that you can believe mm-hmm. that but i i i can't i personally can't ignore the facts i i i can't ignore the the evidence of evolution and things and, yeah. and if if we are supposed to evolve emotionally physically phys- mentally everything i feel like our practices our morals our understandings need to evolve as well yeah or else we will never truly evolve and we you'll, will just you'll be fighting against it and exactly it'll just, just go so i, go I think with, that i think that's i think that's why <laughs> philosophy is kind yeah. of becoming more important again is because we need to we need to reassess the situation of why we view ourselves the way we do again because yeah. i feel like it's it's time to readdress that it's time mm-hmm. to readdress like who we are it's you know i feel yeah. like the world's still like pretty I mean, it's it's open. I feel like it's it's more open and understanding than it has been before. But uh, sure. at the same time, the 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 negative has never been louder. You know, mm-hmm. like with with all the platforms available for people to to be is it sodomized and like bigoted and yeah canceled and, yeah canceled <laughs> anything like it's 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 more relevant it's more seen you know it's it's more common to see negative negativity than it is good positivity mm-hmm. you know stands so, out so you know it, it's it's also human emotion it's what we crave we crave conflict we crave whatever and i don't think it's an inherently bad thing it's just we crave drama it's it's it triggers our fight and flight and that's the closest thing we have to living <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, for the yeah. most part um so it, it, i think it's just interesting i think we gotta we gotta reassess things and help people out i think yeah i don't know I, i've been kind of filibustering on the subject and i kind of reiterated the same statement over and over no, it's, but... all, it's all good i i'm i enjoy talking about religion because like hannah she is um very not not like super religious but like she's she's religious mm-hmm. um and i am not mm-hmm. but i enjoy hearing the perspectives of people that are religious because like people aren't stupid and some people are but for the yeah. for the most part they they think what they think for reasons um and i think it's interesting to hear a lot of those reasons and and i hope they like to listen to my reasons but um i don't know it's i always have good conversations with hannah yeah i mean i i don't 
I, like I said, I don't inherently hate religion. I yeah. hate the the divide it can bring. Oh yeah. But um, that's just like I, I said. Think, I feel I like it just. People... I think it just needs to evolve. Like we evolved. It, yeah. Like the times are different. I think it's. I think it's stupid that people fight over believing in something they they can't be. Well, I mean, I think there's there's obvious there's also like uh, religions and that that are more cultish and things that are like kind of wrong that we should probably do away with. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might also be like where we grew up. Like it, that's, that's the other thing is it's like, you know, we, we won't agree with like the Muslim traditions, but we didn't grow up over there. We don't know the norms. We, they, they, it might be like generally accepted over there, like yeah. thoroughly accepted over there. Mm-hmm. And it might be like common knowledge and like, we kind of view it and we, 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 we say things that like are super like negative about it, but like, it's, it's who's all, to say these people that it's like, it's all about the, the experiences you have. Cause like, my I mean, parents, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, 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 it's a weird thing. Yeah. <laughs> I look, he kind of want to steer off religion yeah, now. Yeah. But, um, either way, we can steer into music, though. Do you have any, uh, music recommendations? Any music recommendations? Um, I have a few artists that I have never heard anybody ever talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I showed, I think I showed you it before, Tennyson. Uh-huh. Um, I, no, I haven't ever heard anybody ever talk about it, but I first heard about it when i was um in the call of duty community okay people would make edits yeah uh, and uh and they would use tennyson's music mm-hmm. it's actually pretty good yeah and i listen to it like i still listen to it even though i used to listen to it back in middle school it's just always something i can always go back to um great great music very i don't know it's it's a little weird it, it uses a lot of like uh, how do I how do I explain it? You know those you know those books back in like elementary school where it would just be like a page full of various objects and it'd be like oh find the find the the ball and yeah. you would look through it and it's just a it's like a Where's Waldo but it's just yeah. objects everywhere right? I feel like some of the music he makes is very similar to that. Okay, it's just like an assortment of like different different things like there's a like a monkey's noise in it yeah like i don't know it's just it's it's a weird collaboration it's, it's, it's experimental yeah very it's it's pretty mm-hmm. experimental but it's it's just kind of pleasing to listen to because mm. there's there is pattern to it it's not just like what is it death grips or something yeah i mean i like death grips i can only listen to it for so long but yeah it's very harsh but tennyson is very very chill it's like it's like trap and lo-fi, but mm-hmm. not. I don't know. It's you'd have to you'd have to listen to it to really, yeah, to really see it. Um, but yeah, Tennyson's good. Um, another artist I listen to is City Girl, not City Girls. Okay. Um, it's like it's lo-fi. Okay. But I don't know. I can listen to like four or five of their her albums just back to back, just on loop. Like they're just they're good. What was her name again? City Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, you got another one? Um, City Girl. I'd have to look at my... Well, if you got... Well, you got two. You got two down. That's good enough. Yeah. That's good enough. I'm a... For, 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 for my recommendations, I didn't actually tell you this, but this is like a segment we do every every week oh, yeah. where I ask each each viewer or listener, each each guest, not viewer. So I don't care about the viewers. <laughs> um, 
I, I ask uh, each each guest um their music recommendations or tastes. Yeah. Um, Dave McKay released a new um EP. I've recommended him before. I think it's like a um experimental like kind of I don't want to say noir jazz, but it's like really really lo- like laid back. It's 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 really cool. Okay. Um, it's it, it's it's a bit production, so there's some synth in it. It's like a jazz fusion, but it's it's really cool. The dude's sick. I think Dave McKay is one of the best. Like he's a super good is artist. Is it instrumental or does it yeah, it's instrumental. Vocals? There's no vocals. Yeah. Um, I'm going to recommend uh, Distorted Harmony. Huh. Um, I've did it, I've recommended a way out before, but um, I'm going to recommend the. Uh, the chain reaction album it is one of it is their second album their um it wasn't their first but their second one it's really good i think it's pretty fun i i've really enjoyed distorted harmony they're a bit genty mm-hmm. um, metalcore very good enjoyable yeah i remember you showed me thank you scientist a long time ago mm-hmm. i still listen to them <laughs> yeah very good band yeah but um i actually yeah. listen to them on the way here yeah <laughs> Stranger Heads Prevail. Yeah, it's, it's pretty album. good, bro. Maps to... Maps, maps to non-existent maps places. Non- yeah. Um, I didn't like Terraformer that much. I love Terraformer. I love Terraformer. I, like, I think that album is the nerdiest like that the, they have. I like the FXIV, yeah. whatever. I liked that song, but... I don't know. I can't I can't listen to it like I can Stranger Heads Prevail. It's. I feel like Terraformer. You need a more active listening ear for it. So you got to yeah. sit down and actually listen. It's. It's. It's harder to kind of put on in the background. Yeah. If you ask me, I feel like if you put that album on, if you want to listen to it. Like, yeah. Because I when I listen to music, it's really hard for me to just kind of leave music on because I'm like sitting here and I'm like. Yeah. Like I, li- I, like I, listening I, to like each layer. <laughs> like I'm trying yeah, to like yeah. engulf like myself. Stranger in this Heads thing. Prevail is is kind of like a background album because there are vocals. Yeah. But they're kind of they're kind of hard to hear yeah they're it's you can't tell exactly what they're saying you can pick some words out but it's just how they how I mean, you they might like little tybee yeah i know you showed me was it the outsider i think or, what is outsider or from from who um, from little tybee no it's the observer from artificial language oh yeah you like yeah. that yeah, that that album's good, but you can't really understand what they're saying a lot of the time. Um, unless you're I feel like really I feel like, I don't know a lot a lot of the a lot of that. I mean, yeah, sometimes you don't, but like, I feel like if you read it one time, you like kind of hear what they're saying after. Yeah. Um, I I find myself reading a lot of the lyrics to songs that I'm listening to, uh-huh. especially like that. Like you said, it's it is a bit hard. Um, I don't know. It can be a bit difficult um, to decipher what they're saying, but I don't think it's too, too important. Artificial Language, I, I really enjoy their music because I like the tone of his voice, and uh-huh. I like the way it layers into the music itself. Yeah. Plus, the backgrounds of Artificial Language are so clean. <laughs> like, it's it's yeah, crazy. It's so, um, but yeah, no, bro. I appreciate you coming on, Justin. Is there, yeah, any, no is there any, any, any final... Um, final thoughts, final things. Not, not that I can think of. Sorry, we rambled on about religion. Oh, yeah, so it's long. fine. It doesn't matter. I, I, I kind of been wanting to talk about it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, it's just it's it's a very. I feel like we we got to be a bit more open minded, and I mean, 
people say that and people get upset about it but yeah. i feel like if you're getting upset about it you probably aren't open-minded enough <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. know so i mean and i don't mean to say that in an ag- aggressive way oh, but i, I mean think, in a constructive yeah, I, way yeah. sometimes people are pretty blind to themselves mm-hmm. and a lot of the times like you know people won't say like hey ha- hey you have a pimple on your forehead you know but yeah. the person might want you to tell them hey I have a pimple on my forehead and let me go take care of that before <laughs> I like yeah. go see like 70 people today you know like <laughs> yeah. we're, we're scared of we're scared of backlash but sometimes there's not any and we need to like assess the situations at hand so it is what it is oh well oh well <laughs> <laughs> alright girl alright well I appreciate it once again indeed um, it's good being as, on. As for the viewers, uh, get the fuck out. I don't want you here anymore. We are moving on. I might <laughs> see you next week. Might not. We will see. But I do think the next episode is going to be with my homeboy Sloan. So stay tuned for that. He actually is in journalism right now. So we might actually have a little bit of talk about. That'll be an interesting. I think podcast. it'll be. A, I think it'll be yeah. a really fun podcast. So, all right, boys. Thank you once again. Uh, get out. Lock in the door.